Imagine a podcast hosted by two guys whose genius simply couldn't be contained within the cages of their minds. Two intellectual heavy hogs, one podcast, no rules, two hosts. They're the heavy hogs. Welcome to Experts International. Graham, do you believe in miracles? Um, Alexander, hey, first of all, like maybe a good, maybe a nice to see you would be nice. Sorry, sorry, yes. Nice to see you and also with you. Yeah. You look great. Thank you. Everything you've been doing is really paying off. Okay. Um, any other, I mean, you seemed like you had some sort of expected. I feel, well, like, yeah, it's what I, I, it's not, I didn't start a timer, but like I have a pretty good sense of time because I'm a drummer and I feel like that was maybe like 20 seconds of compliments or stuff. But don't you feel like, I feel like, I don't know. Is it, is that weird that I, that, that I'm like, maybe it should be the full four or five minutes. Maybe it should be 10 minutes of compliments. I think that that rule applies for like off mic interpersonal interactions. Mm. When we're on mic, yeah, we're at work, and I'm viewing you as a colleague, not as a friend that I'm gonna lavish with my usual five minutes of compliments. And frankly, I do think that your sort of passive aggressive attitude is ignoring the fact that. I very consistently and dependently do go the full four to five minutes. And so the fact that I was even offering a 20 seconds in this work context, I guess I just, uh, I, I kind of call bullshit. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, it's interesting how you always... Always. You're, there we go. End up turning it to be about you. Right. I always do that. Yeah. Yeah. Always, as in every single time? Yeah, as in every single time. Wow, like, okay. Every single time, like, check. Do you, uh, do you want me to scroll? Do you want me to, do you, do you want to do this right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, man, I'm sorry. Hey, man, I just wanted to, hey, guys, hey, guys like, it probably sounds like <clears throat> we didn't take a break there um, because of, like, editing and stuff and AI. We use AI to edit. Um, but we did. We took, um, what day is it now? It's uh, We started recording this Thursday, 2 p.m., and now we're Tuesday, 4.30 p.m. So yeah, yeah. We, um, we went in session. We went directly into session, mm-hmm. um, like right after I cut, after I cut the, the mix. Yep. We went directly into session, and um, we've, we actually um, we flew in a shaman um, from... Alaska. Mm-hmm. We flew in a shaman from southern Alaska um, on the Alaska-Canada border. Um, yeah. His house actually <clears throat> splits the border. Well, he's from Nashville. He's been living in Alaska. He's from Nashville. Yeah, he was a, um, a studio shaman. Yeah. Um, but we flew him down, uh, down and he's been here. He, he arrived on Friday he we we actually went to the airport together. He mm-hmm. said, he said, I know, like in this moment, it's gonna f- you're gonna the temptation is gonna be for one of you to come to the airport because mm-hmm. you don't even think you can be in the car together, right. for twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I want you guys to push through that. I want mm. you guys to both like 
the journey doesn't start when I get when we get to the the healing center when I set up my tent. The journey starts on the car ride to the airport, and so like, and it's so it's funny because like it did, didn't it? Oh, it did. Yeah. I mean, I started in the very back row of our Dodge Grand Caravan. And then by the end of the ride, I was up to the second row pilot seat. And so that even shows a little bit of progress. Granted, it was it was stinky in the back. So that was part of why I moved up. I don't know what, I don't know why that was happening back Well, then. it was the pelts. It was all the, he requested like, and again, like, I'm just going to say this, and this is not a value judgment. I did go get all of the pelts. I got all of the pelts on you Thursday did. night. You did. You did. Because Thank what you. was I doing? Thank you. I was cleaning the studio. What matters here? And uh, <clears throat> I appreciate your commitment to us, to having us have a clean workspace to do our work. Thank you. And I acknowledge that you're making an effort to notice what I do for us. So I thank you for, for pointing that out. You're welcome. And I also would like to thank you preemptively for, for recognizing that I got all of the pelts on Thursday night in the pouring down rain. And I would like to thank you for being not passive-aggressive at all in acknowledging the reason why you had to get all of the pelts. And I even told you before that it was raining and so not to remember your coat. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, guys. I know it sounds <clears throat> it probably sounds like this is coming right after we said thank you, um, but it's actually... This is the following Tuesday. <laughs> this is the following Tuesday. It's 4.40 p.m., so it's been one week and 10 minutes. <laughs> we had a different shaman. I, We did not, like, we ended up not really liking his Nashville vibe. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah. So, I actually feel a lot better. I feel like it's good that we worked through that. We realized he was a studio shaman, so he's done a lot of stuff with a lot of, like, the big podcasters yeah you could like tell. he's just like a hired gun who like comes in and like yeah totally. he does a good job but yeah. like he's it's he's not really like bringing his full like yeah it's like in and is he like filtering people in and out you know that he's just kind of in it to like have the like client clout yep absolutely um so yeah we just kind of watched through seasons one through 14 of dr phil together and that did wonders it did wonders yeah he's a great he's a he's um Dr. Phil's Lacanian, actually. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. He's a Lacanian analyst. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, okay. Well, a, a week and a half later than I wanted to have the answer to this question, but Graham, do you believe in miracles? No. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Well, Why? I guess what comes to mind when you, th- hey, when you hear that question? That's what I was going to ask you. Like, what is a miracle? I'm glad you asked. Um, I would. It dep- It kind of depends on the definition of that, right? Mm-hmm. And there is a dictionary definition which I haven't looked up, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to currently look up. Um, but I feel like uh, within kind of common vernacular, and then within like actual 
religious or spiritual circles, miracles kind of used in two two main ways, one of which describes a supernatural, magical phenomena that happens outside of the laws of nature or our kind of commonly experienced reality at the hands of some sort of divine intention or action. Mm -hmm. And then also, I feel like a lot of people say miracle kind of as synonymous with like amazing, Mm -hmm. like that's amazing or Mm -hmm. like, wow, what a miracle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, so I don't believe in definition one, but I like the word I well I'll maybe I'll I'll get into that. But okay, miracle in, in the kind of like common sense of like actual super, a supernatural crazy magical thing happening, I don't think is real. Um and honestly probably a lot of my uh journey outside of kind of you know exiting kind of traditional Christian circles was just getting comfortable with admitting that I don't actually really believe in magical things. Hmm. But anyway, that's my no. Mm -hmm. And your your no, similar no? Yeah. um, I don't believe in magical things. But it's like, are there things that happening that I don't understand? (laughs) Like, yeah. You know, I don't it's like have all the answers. How does a pl- how does a flower bloom? You know, it's like how deep does the wa- does the well go? Like these are questions that science doesn't have answers for. It's like <laughs> what, it, what just the, the paradactyl, you know, mm-hmm. can it could it cook? Could it cook? <laughs> this is the science like they don't know they and don't so know. it's like just because you don't no, like there are mysteries in this universe. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I but I, but I sort of like I you know I don't I don't just because I understand don't just because here's my thought just because I don't understand something doesn't mean that it you know it couldn't be yeah or that there's not Happen. an explanation that someone d- does and can understand yeah like God. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Or a prophet. Miracle, that's the thing. Or so, a why or a, a Yeah. Why yeah. So or I so, do believe in miracles if it's within YWAM. Mm-hmm. I do believe in miracles if it's within the context of marriage. Yes, definitely, definitely. Save miracles for marriage. Um, but I don't I I um Okay. Okay. I'm starting to. I'm starting to. My wheels are starting to. My water's starting to boil. Okay. I don't know if you can hear the kettle. Yep. It's hissing, the the, the steam is the your the top of your head is kind of letting some, some bubbles ooze out. I do, I'm I'm cool with with like weird things happening that I can't understand. Um. But but obviously like within the context of Christianity, every miracle is sort of like in it. It's all like an argument for this belief system sure to be true yeah, right it's like a or proof. like it's like a proof it's like a proof that the belief system is true and that's is that is that i mean this is your topic man so i don't i haven't <laughs> thought about this much but is do, is that like the purpose of a of is miracles in christianity is like 
Well, I yeah, yeah. I feel like in the Bible, in the Old Testament, when God would do stuff, it was to like prove his sovereignty to the to his chosen nation, the Israelites, still chosen to this day. Um or just like, yeah, to prove that he is the one true God. And then in the New Testament, Jesus performs miracles to prove that he is the Messiah, right? Right. The ultimate one rising from the dead. Yep. But then there's two camps. There's pe- there's Christians of the more charismatic uh, orientation that still believe in kind of miraculous powers happening today. And then there's people that think that that kind of stopped because now we have the scriptures that attest to God's existence. So there's kind of split. But weirdly, I haven't even thought of that really until just now, but it is weird that it seems like the primary reason for like God flexing his powers is just to prove that he's real. Is it weird? Is it bad that I just don't care? Like (laughs) it's crazy how, how fast I zoned out when you, when you said, there's like sort of two different viewpoints among Christians today. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, I mean, it's yeah, so, I don't give okay. a fuck about that. Okay, but 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 it's, but, I, but I but to take a moment here, it's like really interesting to think how, you know, maybe eight years ago, you would have said that, and that would have launched me into like this mm-hmm. deep <laughs> into this deep into this world of deep thought about like what's yeah what it do. Do miracles totally still happen? Or to- yeah, right, 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 right. Well, yeah, and like, is it in in like the baptism of the Holy Spirit? Like, do mm-hmm. you speak in mm-hmm. tongues? Mm-hmm. Like, can you like all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff? Um, uh, I feel like I care about it mostly because I think there are so many people, even that don't like, even that aren't like Christian or aren't religious, that really, really believe in miracles and magic and like ghosts and ghouls and stuff like that. Um, And so I just think it's interesting because I really don't at all. So you like, not like you don't just not believe you're like, you would oppose someone saying that you would oppose the idea that ghosts are real. Well, that's what, that's what's interesting to me is because I, then I'm faced with a choice, a decision to make. Uh huh. Um, for instance, one time someone <clears throat> to- was telling me about like a mission trip that they were on. This is a Christian. This isn't ghost related, but they were telling me about a mission trip that they were on and they told me they witnessed someone's leg grow back. Uh-huh. And so now I have to decide what is less likely in my mind. The fact that someone's leg spontaneously regenerated onto their body or the fact that or the idea that like you're just maybe f- just fully lying to me right now for some reason because you they believed that like you know you know I, that's what I'm saying like that's yeah. a weird thing to be faced with yeah I I I guess I'd like if someone told me that I think I would just be like oh cool well yeah I'm not I'm not saying that I'm like looking to sort of like art like disprove what people are telling me but just yeah. like don't you think that is insane for someone to literally look at you and be like i was with someone with one leg and i prayed for their leg to come back and then i watched it grow back on them i would definitely here's what i would here's what i would do in that situation i would 
I would like if there was video evidence, I would I would take the bet on the leg not growing back. <laughs> yeah. Fully. But but like what if it did? No, it didn't. It just didn't. Were you there when I was a when I was a child? We went to a um, no. That's not a, that's we went, called when object chi- permanent. When I was a child, we went to the, <laughs> the, the the like creation museum. I've been there, the one in Kentucky. I, I don't know, oh. I don't, uh, maybe the Ken Ham one. Yeah, the, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, we were in Kentucky. We went there, and that was like that was like the presenters like biggest. That was like the that's what got the laughs. That's what got everybody riled up. Um, in the, in the crowd when he was talking about um, how the world was made in seven days and how like evolution is false, he would just be like, "Were you there?" You That's, know, like how do you how can you say were you there? And then he was like, "God was there." We have it written down in this book. But that little <laughs> that little statement, like "Were you there?" That was the big mic drop. That was the big mic drop. Just like, boom. That's so dumb. It's. Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's so dumb. One, it's it's dumb for two reasons. One, it does nothing for his argument because he also wasn't there. He's saying God was there. God was there. Yeah, yeah but that's another proof. Per- it's textual proof. Everything, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> like, it's impossible to reason with yeah. someone who believes that <laughs> well, the Bible it, is God's word. Totally. And particularly with miracles because miracles, I think, are, are like... Uh, I'm just going to lump all this together in with magic. Um, And included in magic is this idea of God's will. And for a lot of people, God's will, the reason God's will is always happening is simply because it's, its intention is retroactively applied to whatever does happen. <laughs> yeah. So it's a completely circular, unfalsifiable thing, especially through like prayer and miracles and stuff like that. Like if you're praying for something to happen and it happens, that's a proof that that's God's will for it to happen. If it doesn't happen, then that just proves that God was trying to teach you something and it exactly. wasn't God's will. <laughs> if it happens later, it means he was just trying to teach you to uh, believe in God's timing, not your own. Uh, and And so like any... There's no way for any possibility of circumstance to occur that would be outside of God's will. That's an mm-hmm. automatic red flag to me mm-hmm. of of some flaw in in reasoning. And just to just to like expound on why, like it's it's because God. It's it's because the argument because so much terrible stuff. It's like this. It's this weird thing where you have to somehow. You have to somehow um, align the idea that all this terrible stuff happens, right? But God is all powerful. The problem of evil. The problem of evil. If 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 God's all powerful and bad things happen, he how can he be all good? Yep. If he's all good and doesn't want these bad things to happen, but they still do anyway. Mm-hmm. Then he's not all powerful, and then what? How is he God? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's the classic sort of uh, apologeticsy, yeah, atheisty argument for that. Um, but it's not like, like, and I so yeah, ghosts. I just don't demons, other realms. Anytime the word realm comes into conversation, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Not if I don't like realms. 
uh, and I don't believe in realms. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like here's why I want to reclaim the word miraculous is because, well, and okay, I, I specifically am like maybe I can, maybe this is like a way for me to, in good faith, like con- connect or extend a branch of understanding to people in that world. And here's mm-hmm. the example, right, that I have thought in my mind of my differentiation between something being miraculous but not magical versus something being magical and irrational and fake and made up and you shouldn't think it. Um, I think that you can say that just sort of like the fact of existence is miraculous in the sense of just like amazing, awe-inspiring, one in a million, like how, like, it, like just ex- so much of existence is crazy, like science and like de- the fact that everything's molecules and you can't like, like this table's like just a bunch of particles and you can't like, mm-hmm. but then they're all floating. I think this is a Pete Holmes bit, but I can't like put my hand through the table even though that it's not even a solid thing, like all that kind of stuff. It's amazing. I I guess what I'm saying is like I think it I think it does like re- religion a disservice to only think that things outside of nature and actual reality can be seen as miraculous. Mm-hmm. And like a common example that that I think of is sort of like a worship session. Mm-hmm. And like, at like a well, like a church with like a good worship team, not like one of these like shitty acoustic guitar yeah, churches. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck them. Yeah. Um, hope you guys have a contemporary service. No, like, do you even have a sound guy? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> look at your levels. You expect us to praise in this? Is anybody checking these levels? Is anybody even checking? Hello, you ever Hello. heard of an in ear? on the faders. <laughs> <laughs> um, or or yeah, or just like, come on, like, okay, we get it, reverb. It's not 2010. Yeah. Um, Good Lord. No, but so like, okay, you're in a worship service, right? Yep. And there's yes. like this big swell. Yes. Of music. Yes. You've saying it's it's your it's your 72nd time filtering through. He's a good good father yes. chorus. Um, and things are really starting to hit you. Probably around like 67, 68. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and then, but there's, and then there's also people offering prayer down in the front. Like if you want, yeah. you can, you can, in an act of vulnerability, uh-huh. stand in front of the whole congregation and uh-huh. someone's seeing that you're getting prayed that, for. Yeah, and you, so you're, you're feeling this huge yeah. emotion. It's a touch from God. It's a pull from the Holy uh-huh. Spirit and you're going down there. And then this person puts their hand on you and they're praying for you and they're saying all this stuff and you're having this overwhelming, sorry, I'm getting kind of choked up, uh, just kidding. Uh, over, I burped. I bleeped. Um, this overwhelming emotional experience. And they're saying these things that are just like speaking to you. Uh-huh. And then you leave and you've been struggling with depression. Yeah. And then you leave and you like you feel so much better. And it's a miracle that you were just like healed of your yeah. depressive episode in that scenario. Now, I would say the fact that you can be depressed and be in an environment like that and then no longer be depressed is, in a sense, a a miraculous occurrence, but it's not a magical occurrence. And so what I would say is it is crazy 
Maybe you could word the, use the word miraculous. Maybe you don't have to. But it is just really interesting and amazing that as a human, you're in this thing, you feel this sense of community, which is very natural with everyone singing a sa- doing something at the same time together, kind of in sort of like a chant or ritualistic manner. Mm-hmm. And then you go down and someone gives you physical contact, mm-hmm. which releases positive... Uh, oh, what's the chemical they talk about? Endorphins? Yeah, endorphins, but there's Ions. a specific one that they talked about actually a lot during pregnancy that's like a good, like a calcium feeling. <laughs> yeah, your calcium levels skyrocket. <laughs> your, your legs and arms become stick straight. <laughs> no, but like someone touches you, physical contact, that releases mm-hmm. endorphins, that re- is a sense of connection mm-hmm. someone in like a hushed intimate tone is like saying affirming things to you mm-hmm. in your ear mm-hmm. like to me that's a good like we shouldn't discount the like even if i think it's manipulative and, and like bad and all of that like i don't think i would discount the power that that scenario oh, can right. have on a person mm-hmm. i think it does have a legitimate effect, but I think it's natural. I don't think it's supernatural, but that doesn't make it less real. Mm-hmm. What I have a problem with is, and what I think like makes people, or just what I don't know why people need to believe is that during that whole experience, this other realm was enacting and God shot his power down into you from above mm-hmm. and that's why you feel better like why is that more meaningful and interesting than the natural explanation of still a, a vibrant occurrence i mean do you just think that it's just about how you come into it thinking of the world because you, as a person, you, you, you would come in and want it to be a natural experience, but the religious person comes in and they want it to be a supernatural. Yeah, but that's only because of a false starting point. Well, your a, thing is only no- because you you've been backsliding for like five years. Yeah. Well. Fine, you, fine, you got me. I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> no, my Convicted. mine is observable and explainable, and is actually real. Hmm. That's the difference. Is that one's real? Hmm. Like, and so, like, I guess. I mean, I get this isn't some like big argument per se. But I guess to me, I'm just sort of like, what's the investment in needing to maintain sort of this supernatural element or things like de- like demons, like calling mm-hmm. things demonic or mm-hmm. like like even churches that are relatively progressive or whatever. And they're ta- they're like commenting on culture and politics and stuff like talking about like the demonic reality of racism or whatever. Mm hmm. It's like yeah, sure, sure. I guess, I guess, I guess the word demonic conjures up scary, bad images, mm-hmm. and racism is 
bad and icky feeling, kind of like a demon. But there's no like race racism demon that's an invisible monster moving around you, making you ra- you know what I mean? Like I guess yeah. just like what's the investment in magic? I mean, I agree with you, but I'm but I'm sort of I I I feel like I got to play devil's. Ad- I feel like I got to play God's advocate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, yeah, I, some, there's probably like, there's, you know, there's probably like an answer to all of these questions. We don't know. Um, but, but off the cuff, you know, I don't know. It's, it's the, the whole thing is like, you, the whole thing is like, oh, life is hard and confusing and like, but there's got there's a reason there's a reason for why things happen the way that they happen and there's an explanation and there's a, there's a there's a source of authority there's yeah but you could get other. all that you could that exists non magically too yeah but it's way worse <laughs> sure i mean i don't know i guess i i i personally i see why it's very appealing like yeah. if I, I don't think I, I, I don't think I, I think I just stopped believing in all of that stuff before I stopped being a Christian. Definitely. I don't think it was the other way around. It was Definitely. like, I was, Long li- before. I was literally like, I just don't think, I just don't buy that this is happening. Yeah. Like definitely. I just don't buy that this is real. Definitely. Not definitely. like an intellectual decision. So if I still bought that it was real, who knows if I would. Like I'd probably still be a Christian, but like I'm if saying I still felt all of that. Right. I guess my question is like, like what do do you think it's just an unconscious desire or hope for a certain sort of like meaning that maybe you don't know but is there and that's comforting because people who are in all literally all other aspects of life fully. No, like I'm not talking about like the like the person who told me the leg thing, which also I didn't believe, and I was in the thick of it. Like that was like I don't know seven or eight years ago. So I was still yeah, but you believe evolved. all sorts of weird shit when you're a Christian. It's just like one of the it's just like one it's just like in the mix. It's just like one of those things you take it as the package deal. And your pastor says that there are miracles, and you just buy it. And and you, I mean, part of the thing for me is like I never experienced. A miracle. Me neither. <clears throat> nothing even. Nothing even within the uh, a, a cosmic vicinity of a miracle. Did you get some like shiver? Did you get? Some, did you like feel ooh when you were like doing a, singing a worship song? <laughs> yeah, I'd say I did that. I say, yeah, I'd say that's I as some, close like, as I got. <laughs> One time I worked at a young life camp and we were praying after like a chapel session and we opened our eyes and this girl was like, "Oh my gosh, look how we're standing," and like our circle of holding hands was like vaguely in the shape of a heart. I love that. And so that was, that's my, that's the closest that's thing a to miracle. a miracle that I've experienced. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, you just, you believe all sorts of weird, weird stuff when you're in that world. So someone has cancer uh-huh. and then they're treated for cancer uh-huh. medically. Yeah. And then they don't have cancer anymore. Yeah. That seems like, Cancer treatment doesn't work for everyone. God, God. Well, apparently also God God just doesn't heal 
the majority of people that. Well, he like sometimes suffering is necessary for the for the cross. Sure, and it's just arbitrarily chosen. No. <laughs> no, he You're doing a, perfect, a pretty good job of being devil's advocate. He has a perfect, <laughs> I know all the logic. To- like that's why No, no, it's not logic. They're answers. They're just answers. No, it's logic within the framework that you live in. Yeah. It's logical to you. To a, to a certain degree, you have to repress definitely a lot, but totally. you but you make it work. Totally. Maybe okay, so here's the thing. I don't, I'm not trying to be some like debate bro. Why are you so freaking down on miracles, I'm man? Not, <laughs> I'm trying to be this like debate bro atheist like dunk on Christian in any any sort of like cheap way. I think the same thing about people that believe in astrology and crystals and uh anything and, and ghosts. Yeah. I think the same about a secular person that thinks they saw a ghost as I do about the person who thinks they saw someone's leg grow back. Mm-hmm. Um so I think for me, I'm just like, I don't like none of these people, I, in my opinion, have actually, I think very, very few people have actually visually witnessed something miraculous. I'm just trying, I guess I'm trying to get to the meat of where is the, where is the investment and why? When you can still have a pretty awe-inspired view and nothing I was saying before about explaining things naturally, none of that, maybe towards the, well, the end whole point of, my, of religion is that it's not just like this material yeah, but thing I mean, that can all be explained. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm like a strict materialist. Like the unconscious is kind no, of No, but I'm relig- saying like for a Christian, you want there to be magical shit. Yeah. In order that like upholds your belief system. But the, okay, so maybe this is what I'm getting at. I feel like there's a weird I feel like that all totally makes sense to me in sort of like OG Sunday school, like middle America Bible belt, fundamentalist evangelicalism, right? Mm -hmm. Televangelists, Mm -hmm. Benny Hinn waving his coat around and people uh, people and they're Mm -hmm. falling down and stuff like that. Ben Hur. (laughs) Uh, Been there, done her. Um, (laughs) Um, that is sort of expected, whatever. But this, but there's like a new sect of Christians, maybe particularly in Portland, but I think not just in Portland, but just sort of like, they're, they're probably going to vote Democrat and they like, oh, Christianity's not at odds with science at all. And, okay. So and, this whole thing. Okay. So we were, we're going to do a podcast about this eventually once I relook at this, at the book and figure out. What and try to remember anything that I took from it, but I do think this ties in a lot to the idea of enjoyment, okay, which is much different than. Um, so I just read this book called "Enjoying Right and Left," I think, by Todd McGowan. Mm. Um, that's sort of about politics and enjoyment, and <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look at my notes. I gotta, <laughs> quite frankly, I gotta, I need to take some notes, <laughs> um, and then look at them, and then I'll be able to speak. Uh, more knowledgeably about the book. But one thing that did stick with me is just a point he made about how knowledge doesn't really do anything. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. and that's why you can, at least in as far as 
Well, he's sort of arguing that political decisions are made based on um, enjoyment and not knowledge. And so you can tell somebody that Donald Trump's policies like will material make materially make their life worse and you could have all the evidence. Yeah. And that can completely not impact what they like do yeah. or think and can even like it can even serve to to make them more passionate about what they believe. One because like <clears throat> they have to repress it, I guess, and two because they're, you know, they're being told by their leaders that the, whatever the, the radical left is doing whatever, and this is the enemy. And so you're not going to like, and then the enemy's telling you that you're wrong. And it's sort of like more fodder to like, not believe yeah. in the lies that the enemy is saying. Right. So I don't think, so I don't, I don't, I think it, I guess now, right now in this very moment, my, based on me remembering that little snippet from the book, my <laughs> argument is going to be that it's probably some kind of like enjoyment thing where it's not actually about it. It's not actually about the miracles making sense. Right. It's like a, it's like a, I mean, it's such an ingrained, well, okay. There's, there's a few things. One, like you really can't, you really can't get rid of certain aspects, I think, the way that Christianity is set up without the whole thing. Yeah. Like yeah. you really have to, what, at least, at least what, um, you know, whatever your pastor says for the most part, or like whatever <laughs> your, I mean, there's like, you figure out what your little, what your little belief system in Christianity is. Cause sure. there's like a lot of variations Yeah, and you can't really like get rid of any of the things in that system. Yeah. Otherwise you'll maybe move to a different looser system and then eventually you won't be a Christian anymore. Yeah, I could say that from experience. Um, <clears throat> so you sort of have to like have the view on miracles that is prescribed by your system. Like I think you sort of just have to stick with that view. But also, um, I I don't know. There is there's so like I think I guess in a lot of those views, it's such a central part because one, like the Bible's full of miracles. And those are taken very much like at face value and like at history. They're sure. like their history. Right. So like those things happened. I mean, the crux of the whole thing is a resurrection miracle. Yeah. Like you can't, I don't know if you can be a Christian and not believe that Jesus literally rose from the dead. Like, I mean, there are definitely progressive Christians today that would say you can be a Christian and part of Christianity and think that, the resurrection was symbolic. Okay. So maybe those people are also free from believing in miracles, but like to be a mainstream Christian by default, you have to, at least on the surface level, you have to believe in like the miracle of all miracles. Totally. Yeah. I kind of, I honestly am not even, I wasn't saying that in support of that position. I'm kind of like, wait, okay. If you don't believe in the whole like resurrection thing, why are you still calling yourself a christian like why like at what like at what point this was kind of where i came to was sort of like for so long i was trying to like justify it and justify it and remain in this identifying group of of christian right Mm -hmm. and at a certain point it's sort of like okay there is a definition to what a christian is 
Mm-hmm. And so at what point are you like, why the need to hang on to this identifier as opposed to just being like, okay, well, I don't believe in this thing that every Christian believes in. I don't believe in this thing that every, I guess I just realized, I guess I'm not one anymore. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, that, I mean, I totally see what you're saying. I think that that's fully right. I think that there are Christians even that are like, yeah, God, you like God uses modern medicine to heal. Mm-hmm. That's like God, that's God's method of healing now. Like there wasn't medicine back, back then. Like there wasn't surgery back then. And mm-hmm. so like God works within the realms of the current context and reality, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, it just seems interesting. And I guess the enjoyment thing makes sense. What if Todd McGowan did a podcast <clears throat> and he was like, you guys, this is really crazy, but um, there was a car accident and I was like one of the first people there and um, this guy's like, the 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 car hit his side door and his left arm was like completely just mangled and broken he couldn't move any of his fingers and they got him out of the car and this other driver who had stopped prayed over his hand and like this is really crazy but like all of his fingers started working again the ambulances hadn't even arrived. And this is Todd McGowan saying this. Okay, like would I believe it? Yeah. Uh, well, to me, a mangled arm is different from no arm than arm. Yeah. And also, I guess I wouldn't necessarily have a problem believing it. I just would not locate any of the emphasis on that the prayer made that happen. I'd be like, oh, you're just looking. You saw a traumatic car crash. You see a guy's arm all mm. fucked up. You yeah, assume that he has no... Like, they, need, they need to do like scientific tests. Yeah, I all I'm saying is like, I, listen, if I, again, like you said earlier, I'm just very far removed from any sort of experiential It seems like you really knowledge. don't want miracles to exist. Well, I just am never going... That's never going to be my assumption, my, my assumed answer. What's, what's better about it not being a miracle? It just is more true. That's it. Like, I'm not trying, I just want to understand, I just want to try my best to work towards and understand reality as authentically as I feel like I can. Mm-hmm. And so I don't, and obviously that's impossible to a certain extent. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be mediated and I have my own thoughts and ideologies and filters from my experiences that everything, you know, but there just seem, but, but, but there's, it just seems like, I mean, I don't have, uh, okay. I, I, let me just say on the record, all of this is just interesting to me. I feel like this whole thing's coming off as like, I have some like 
You've got a bone to personal pick. mission. You've got a bone to pick with miracles. against anyone that thinks miracles are real. No, I just think it's fuck w- you. I just think it's. W- <laughs> <laughs> You're a leech on society. No, I just don't. I just think it's weird that like literally fully otherwise normal rational rational people in today's day and age think someone's leg can just grow back from not being there and so like i just think that but i think it's okay or okay let's take demons and like ghosts and stuff for example yeah like i fully but i i don't discount people's experiences i would say i believe that they experienced something genuine in that moment i don't think that they like are malicious liars Mm mm-hmm but why would I assume that it's a ghost or a demon or a miracle? That's that's like that's so low on the totem pole of potential explanations. Okay, for- but if you are in the Christian worldview, don't you you sort of like a miracle is actually a an argument for your cause, like for your worldview, right? It's like this little piece of like supporting evidence. Kind of. Of like there's the, that all there's all this stuff happening behind the scenes that we can't see. Yeah, but I feel like that's kind of a not, I feel like that's not the dominant view of sort of like Christianity today that's trying to be relevant and like attractive and cool to people. I think the current take on Christianity is that it is... Christianity is reality unfiltered. And like the best way to understand the world is the Christian and to live is the Christian worldview. And so for me, I see a lot of people like to me, it would be a disadvantage of my worldview in terms of trying to convince people that it's real when sort of all other metrics of measuring reality and experiences and truth would say that this thing is false. But you don't, you don't start there. Like you don't, that's not how you bring people in. I guess I think not. like when it, when it, like when you, when you, you know, you've been going to church, you've been, you've, you've been meeting a lot of friends, but then like when you sit down, like when you get, when you go to the, when you start going to the freaking small groups, that's when you find out, like, oh, fuck, these people believe some crazy things. <laughs> yeah, like once you're like having the like most once like you start intimate to like integrate into with the little actual group, group of people. Yeah, yeah. And, and I they're think, like, and they're and and everyone's thirty, and they're like, I think we should split guys and girls. And and <laughs> but also like people, you don't people don't reveal. And I think it's like the same for me. Like I don't talk about my like leftists views and like psychoanalytic beliefs with most people because you don't want people to think you're weird yeah because i don't want people to think i'm a freak yeah but because we're just because we're like relating on a common ground and then if i find someone who's like interested or who like has the same beliefs then i start using the language and the lingo and so i think like that's a true for a lot of christian even like what I don't even freaking know what the cool Christianity now is, but I would imagine that like on the surface it's very palatable. And then when you get in, the thing yeah, is, if you, there's things you like discover, if you're going to yeah. believe, like if you are going to believe that, that a man is resurrected, that this 
old book. Like there are just so many things that don't make sense. Right. That like miracles, like I said, I, like that's the not only is it not a stretch, <laughs> but it's like it actually like it's actually like a pro. I think. Yeah, I I I see that. I see that. To me, though, if if that is a pro and it's a proof, then like, I will say I never bought. I never bought the people who went on stage. I was always skeptical. Like even 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 if I b- believed it was possible or like or whatever. Yeah. I was always like I don't know. I would need to see some proof of your of your of your knee. How do I know what kind of knee pain you've had and now you, and now it's gone? Totally. Yeah. Never, yeah, no. Never same, bought that. Same 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 same. same. Yeah. And it's all and it's all that's why. Okay. To be fair, I'm using the craziest example of someone saying they visually saw someone's leg grow back. It's it's usually like I've had chronic pain, yeah, and yeah. now it's gone. Mm-hmm. Or I was about to be evicted. But what was that? And I opened a thing drawer where they were trying to like raise a baby from the dead or bring a baby yeah, back to life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One a, like a a prominent person in like the Bethel worship teams, like two year old daughter died. Tragic. Yeah. And they were like, we don't believe that she's supposed to be dead. We yeah. she's gonna come back to life. And they started all hashtag like, yeah. bring back whatever her name was. The funny thing is like I think and this is true with like all cults, I think, but you they just sort of like when when they're when it turns out that their thing doesn't work, they just sort of move on and forget about it. I think yeah. you have to. Like you yeah. just have to like <laughs> bury that deep and not really you can't that can't be on the surface of something that you like yeah totally i mean they're not bringing up they're not bringing up families to give their testimony about how the whole church has been praying for their son with cancer and then it didn't didn't work. work yeah yeah totally um or they do and the and it's it's like devastating very sad because the person the mom is like and i just know that it this is all in god's will yeah 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 yeah. totally i feel man i feel bad i feel like i've been a real neil degrasse tyson this whole episode you have been you hate miracles and you hate magic and i hate ghosts you hate ghosts and ghouls and and i don't think they're real um yeah i don't think demon possessed people are real that's why i mean scary movie that i feel like that's why i'm pretty immune to scary movies um like paranormal act i think i literally fell asleep the first time i watched paranormal activity it's like it's just like this couple's like laying there and then their door like goes like and everyone's like and I'm like wind Mm -hmm. powerful fart yeah I mean it's it's um you seem very invested in everything being explained explained by by like in a way that you can understand I mean, there's no, 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 no. Not that I can understand. There's plenty of shit that I understand that I, that in, I don't. In a way understand. that a scientist can understand. I don't know how plumbing works. In the way that a scientist or a plumber can understand. I don't even. I just. I guess that's comes back to my whole point of differentiating. Miracle, the word mir, like an amazing thing happening versus magic like i think that there's they're just i'm fully okay with there being aspects of reality that are ununderstandable and uncomprehensible to um 
What about that we can't understand what even about like the, scientifically yeah, or but philosophically? What about, like, but what about the whole Hegelian idea of contradiction? Yeah, to me that and just that, and you just dive deeper and deeper into more and more contradictions. Yeah, but that's not fantasy. Like that's not that's not like that's not like oh we were singing this song so good that gold started raining from the air. Yeah. Like that like the, to me this is why I'm against miracles and magic in that sense. So you are against miracles. I'm okay fine. I'm coming out as <laughs> an anti-miracle activist. Like that just seems so purely to to like only function as like an insulating and manipulative and reinforcing thing of like So you're angry about miracles because you feel like that was a way that you were manipulated. I mean, not even me personally, Mr. Analyst, <laughs> I, because I didn't grow up in any sort of like Yeah, but super no, okay, charismatic. Okay, 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 okay. But it's like the same okay, you were maybe not manipulated in like with the miracle talk, but in the same structure with other worldviews. Yeah, or maybe I just at the most basic like this big magical thing that I thought was true, I found out wasn't. Yeah. So there probably is an element of that. Yeah. But I haven't but I don't have a hatred towards Christianity in general. I mean, we've talked about like sort yeah. of the Hegelian take and I wouldn't even say that I'm necessarily like traditionally atheist or natural. But what's wrong with like believing that. in miracles? Um, I don't know. Maybe you're happier. Maybe you should believe in miracles, but, (laughs) but it just doesn't, it's not, uh, real. It's sort of like, what's the what's the problem with being a delusional person? It's like delusional people are probably some of the most happy people in life. Um, I just think that delusions are tools that can be like we talked about earlier, like the fact that God's will literally just means whatever currently happened and that mm-hmm. person's take on it mm-hmm. means God's will. Mm-hmm. That That is a... Uh, like dangerous pre- precedent, I guess. Mm-hmm. And so I guess what I'm saying is like, I don't feel like I have lost any sense of excitement for existence just because I don't believe in levitation, uh-huh. you know? But the, but the, but, but the belief in the thing, let's just talk. Well, never mind. I was going to go into a whole other spiel about like, like, or just like a magic trick. Mm-hmm. Like what's fun is knowing what's fun and impressive is seeing this experience and spectacle that you can't understand, but knowing there's something to it. Hmm. Like ma- like magic, people don't love magicians because they think they're actually magic. That's mm-hmm. you know you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a it's a show and it's fun and you kinda try to figure it out and stuff like that. Um, and so that's my, that's how I 
view what you were saying, like all these things that I can't know and that are unknowable to us. It's, mm. it's fun and it's interesting. And what makes it fun and interesting is the unexplainable unknowableness. Mm-hmm. But I don't have a, the literal idea that what's happening is because of a cosmic force that has secret powers that mm-hmm. I that that are special to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel self conscious. <laughs> no, it's cool, man. You hate miracles. And that's cool. And I think uh listen, unsubscribe. I don't <laughs> give an F. If you can't handle my anti if after if after listening to every episode of this podcast, this is where you draw the line. Yeah. You were never one of us. Yeah. You're not in our group. You're in and the, you and let me just say group. and let me just say, Graham, you were conveniently quiet about sharing your <laughs> beliefs and opinions <laughs> about a lot of these things. Yeah. Um so Whatever, I'll take one for the team. Alexander hates miracles. He doesn't believe in ghouls, goblins, demons, or ghosts. Um, he likes... Let the record show, I do believe in the full Noah's Ark narrative. Beginning to end. Beginning to end. Two of each animal. Nothing before, nothing after. <laughs> but that, to me, on just an intuitive level, I know to be true. Makes sense. Yep. It, it makes, just makes total sense. It makes total sense. Um, why otherwise, otherwise, why are there rainbows? And let me just ask you that. And why are there still all these animals all around? Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's like if there was a flood that covered the entire earth. Yep. Um, you know, like when that flood happened then how the animals survive. Totally. You, you tell me. You tell me. And you can't yeah. trust carbon dating. Yeah. And you just, and, oh, you think that like, a, it's like a different, like, cause I hear people are like, no, it was a guy named like Morgan and he had, it was Morgan's Ark and he took one of each animal. And I'm like, what? Mor-? Like that doesn't make a li- any sense because unless every, and they're like, and they, and they do actually say they're like, and ev- and it was, everyone was a female and they're all pregnant. I'm like, okay. And so the f- if they just took one of each animal, it's a female and they're all pregnant and they have their babies, then what? All of the babies are, every baby is a boy and sleeps with its mother to, to recreate the species. And they're Gross. like, yes. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's what happened. And this is, okay. I'm like, that's why everything's so fucked. <laughs> We're going to, okay, we're going to dedicate a whole episode to the Morgan, the Morgan theory of interpretation. Morgan's of Ark. Noah's Ark. Because um, that deserves, I just want to give that conversation its due diligence because there's a lot of kind of angles to take there. Um, so we'll, <laughs> we'll revisit that at a later date. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm the scapegoat this week. I hate yep. miracles. I hate ghouls and goblins and ghosts. Uh-huh. Um, but I love you. Love y'all. We'll see you back next week for our episode. Morgan's Morgan's Ark. Ark. <laughs>